Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now, the podcast where you, the listener, just get to eavesdrop and see what it's like to have a conversation with my mom and I over this here kitchen table. This week, we talk about, you know, um, boundaries. We talk about how and which to approach things. We talk about Indy and why she puts toys in our face. Uh, we talk about my mom's YouTube channel. We talk about, you know, my best friend X and video games and my YouTube and my TikToks and just a little bit of everything to kind of paint the plate. And then lastly, we end the day with a little trivia question. We see who wins this week's round of trivia questions. Questions. Is mom an announcer? We don't know. Tune in this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now. We're in, we're in, we're in trouble now. We're in trouble now. Hello and welcome back. We're in trouble now, but you know what? I don't think we're really in trouble, but we're always in some sort of trouble, right? <laughs> How, why would. <laughs> See, I like to start off fun. I like to start off with just like this pop of just like, wow, what a great energy. You said the same words a bunch of times. With a lot of good energy. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know, it, it's, it's to me, it's all about like the how you present it more than what you say. Present what? What are you presenting? I'm presenting today's episode or this week's episode of We're in Trouble Now. And I'm presenting it in a very kind of energetic, like, wow, this sounds really cool. I'm going to listen to the whole thing kind of way. Well, you did it. Yes, I did. Hi, we're in trouble now. So sometimes we're in trouble, but not this time we're in trouble. But, you know, we have been in trouble before, but it remains to be inconclusive if we're in trouble now. <laughs> yeah. And if I was out there, I'd be like, wow, I have to listen to this because I have to figure out we if... We just don't know if she's in trouble or yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? She sounds like she's constantly in trouble. We're confused. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, and it's funny because I think back to it, Robert, and I've always had that mischievous, just always in trouble kind of personality. Well, you're a very, you're a very, I was going to say nosy, but I'm going to change a better word. You're a very inquisitive person. Yes. And you want to know everything. what's going <laughs> on about everything. Yes. And so it naturally puts you in the spotlight or on the hot seat because you find yourself in trouble because you're a little nosy Nelly. Yes. And yeah. you know what? It just, for some reason, it flashed back to when um, we were living in Cardiff on mm -hmm. Dora Drive. Um, we would go to Ben Franklin's okay. and Ben Franklin's was like a real ice cream parlor. No, it's a bookstore. No, it's a restaurant. No, it's a clothing it was, store. It was considered a five and dime. What the fuck is that? Why would you why would you explain something that I don't know with something else I don't know? A five and dime um Who, or a when's the last Franklin's. time you've used that word? <laughs> well, I'm trying to explain it to you. It's so, kinda like Simi Sumi. It's a um it was kind of like a convenience store, but it was a five and dime was kind of like a CVS, um, a pet store. So it's a general and, store. I, yeah, it's a general store. There you go. <laughs> It's like a chicken boy, <laughs> you know? So anyway, I remember, and it just flashed me back to, um, we still lived in Dora Drive, so I had to be like maybe, I don't know, six or seven, okay. and we never had much money. I mean, yeah. we, we grew up poor, yeah. and Barbu bought me, um, it was a little ladybug, and it was a kind of like, it was metal, because mm. everything was metal and made of, with lead. Um, with lead. Yes. So, but it was this little ladybug on wheels. And then you would like rev it up, rin, 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 and you'd set it down and be like, mm -hmm. okay, <laughs> I'm giving everybody a, a visual. It's very immersive. Well, I really liked my ladybug and I really wanted to see what made it work. 
So being that it was the 70s and we were completely unsupervised, mm-hmm. I went out to the garage, got some of Papa's tools, and I took my ladybug apart. Sure. And I couldn't figure out how to put it back together. And I got into quite a bit of trouble because I took my new um, ladybug toy, mm-hmm. took it apart, couldn't back, couldn't put it back together, and was quite devastated over that fact. So there you go. That's, that's, a, that's mean, the story of my life. That's fair. I did that once with a super soaker. Mm. It was a super soaker that had a backpack and that's where you put the water. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the people who made the super soaker realized that like a seven year old kid would have trouble carrying around five gallons of water <laughs> on their back. So you yeah. couldn't really move very fast. And yeah. the, the straps were like, like nylon. So yeah. it was like, it would cut your shoulders up. Yeah. And I remember one day, it, I don't know why it came into my head, but I was like, you know what? I should take it apart and then I'll know how to put it back together. Well, I took it apart and forgot how to put it back together. So I kind of just winged it and I, never, yeah. and I broke it. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Just, so now you know how I felt. Yeah. So that's... Curiosity. Curiosity, yeah. And that's just kind of been the whole... Um, that would summarize... Summarize? Yeah, that would summarize my... Enti- summarize? Summarize, yeah. My entire life. Mm. You know? I'm always just that one person who it's like... Oh look! It says not to enter. I wonder what's in there. No, like, yeah, not that only that. To everybody but there else would be like me. there'd be a loud commotion. You'd be like, "We could go check it out." Yeah. How yeah. can you not? Yeah. You know, to me, it's like a loud commotion means run towards it. My favorite thing is when you actively narrate things that it shouldn't be narrated <laughs> to people that shouldn't hear so close to them. Example, please. Dude, fucking anything. Um, I don't think that lady knows that those colors don't mix. Or I don't think that person knows that they didn't brush their hair. We're like, well, I got that from Barboon. Yeah, we're like, man, I bet he's just a real treat back home. Mom, that, we're we're that, still in line at Subway. <laughs> he well, should know. Well, the whole thing is, it's like if you're going to come in with shit, with shitty energy and a shitty attitude. Expect to be roasted. Expect to be roasted not, on the spot. Oh, no. Why not? You know, seriously, more people need to have their shitty attitude called out. Yeah, but not when it's not when it's not directly like they they had no idea of your existence until they started hearing the very critical narration. Yes, and you have to understand. So when they're not getting called out, you're belittling them uh, no, for existing. I'm, I'm pointing out their flaws. Their flaws, yeah. yeah. No, I just think that people with shitty attitudes need to be called out. And by the way, you have to remember that you're with me. You're like huge you're you're very well um worked out <laughs> worked out <laughs> you're buffed oh okay, okay. buffed <laughs> you have muscles <laughs> okay this is my son he's worked out and he's buffed <laughs> okay so you have to remember i'm with you okay and you're not gonna let anybody fuck with me no so it kind of like um Adds fuel to the fire. Well, yeah, it's just like you when you were as a kid. You could just say shit, and Auntie Vicky would beat up whoever would be mad at oh, you. Oh, absolutely! Oh my God, I was the worst child. Like when you threw those rocks at Strawberry. No, 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 no. I threw the rocks at the kids at the next street. Oh, that's the kids right. on the the next street over. They were pretty tough. They yeah. were like from the bad part of town. They're the <laughs> next street up. Yeah, yeah, but they had kind of like the thug it was mentality. A street. Yeah, you know, they they came rolling around the corner on their bicycles, and it was like. <laughs> Like everybody stops. <laughs> what? Did you try to whistle whistle spaghetti westerns yes. kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, you do. They were real tough. 
Man, when those when those hombres bicycled down the street next to their beach viewed property, boy, were we in trouble. Yeah, but you know what? The really funny thing. Okay, so let me finish the story. So okay. the kids across on the next street over came over, and they were they were like pretty tough boys. Sure. And we had our front yard was gravel. That's all yeah. it was. There was no grass. So well, for some reason, the, well, now did it, this is the different street. This was on Dora Drive. But they, there was those little honeysuckle thingies. Those little succulents. That was at my grandma's house. And then, no. but yeah. On Barbu's house, there was those little, because I remember those bees there and they always scared me. On Dora Drive, honey, oh, in Cardiff. Know. Oh, okay. That I was like when I was little. Okay. As you were. As I was. So the boys came over from the other neighborhood and for some reason, I think we were all sitting down having peace talks because. Peace <laughs> talks? Yeah, we were trying to treaty a, uh, a peace, like, because we would have, like, rock wars. I yeah. mean, we were really going after each yeah. other. And so um, I remember just sitting there, and I'd pick up a rock, and I'd throw it at the leader of their gang. Their and- gang? <laughs> so there we were. It was the East Side Boys versus the Mountain Girls. And we were sitting down for negotiations, and I decided to break the ceasefire. It was a like surprise rock attack. It was like you were there. <laughs> So, your life is so magical <laughs> through your point of view. It's, but it really happened. Okay. So I, I was, don't think to that degree that there was a ceasefire with a <laughs> treaty involved. And so I picked up a rock and I threw it at the leader. Sure. And But I just didn't stop there. I just kept doing it. So. And finally, he's like, you throw one more rock at me and I'm going to beat up your sister. Yeah. So he wasn't attacking me. Yeah. So I'm all like, well, okay. Well, I'm cool with this. <laughs> well, she's pretty much a badass. Like and to she's see you good. try. Yeah, I'd like to see you try. And I picked up a rock another rock and i threw it at him and auntie vicky had to fight the guy she won yeah but she was always like why did you do that and yeah. i was like, i too wonder that same I, thought I, you know what and i just don't know <laughs> spirit just takes me spirit just takes me but yeah no auntie i used to um like tell other kids i would like broker out auntie vicky's badassness mm-hmm. I'd some I would see like an injustice. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, "Oh, my sister, my sister will come and take care of this." And so finally, she had to tell me to stop that. Yeah, it didn't work. Yeah. I kept doing it. Yeah. So you're just a little narrated of you just you're just a pot stirrer. Yes, mm-hmm. but with the best of intentions. Well, and I don't think you can say that and then followed with the best of it. See, because the thing is, is like if I call out somebody's shittiness, I'm not doing it for spite and I'm not doing it to, I feel kind of like a superhero sometimes. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) let me run a scenario and I've, and I've seen this scenario multiple times being played out. Okay. We're at Starbucks and there's a customer in front of us who is rather just kind of short. You know, he just wants to get in and out. He just wants to get his coffee, but he's not a very, he's not, he's not pleasant. He's not pleasant. Correct. And so you come up, follow, you're like, I'm just going to make sure that I'm the best customer in the store that you're going to have all day. Cause some people are super rude. Yeah. And what is wrong with that? (laughs) I see absolutely nothing wrong with that scenario. Uh If nothing else, I should be praised. I should, I I know I'm going to carry around my own um, applause track. So whenever I do that, I'll just push a little button. It'll be like, yeah, yeah. Because you know what? I made the Starbucks baristas and all and everybody who worked there feel better because they can't say anything. That's true. You know, they're they they are stuck taking abuse. Mm-hmm. Nobody nobody's going to stop which me from in, opening my mouth. Which is insane, mouth. also by the way, the fact yeah. that people feel entitled enough to yell at people who put who just make their coffee. Yeah, like they're not. 
They're just, dude, my but job people is to are make rude coffee. in general. I yeah. see people being rude to people that work all the time. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And as far as I'm concerned, you know, and yes, I, I definitely have that deep seated, like mischievous, like I'm going to open my mouth and mm. I don't fucking care attitude. Yeah. But in really, in if you go down to the very deep bottom of that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call these people out if they mm-hmm. weren't being mean. Sure. You, you, have a, you have a very, your moral compass is yes. very. Um, powerful. Yes, exactly. I mean, if somebody like, you know, if somebody were just to be having a bad day and they keep that shit to themselves, I would have more, I would have compassion for them because everybody has bad days, but don't come in and take it out on somebody else. Yeah. Whose whose job is, you know, it's not their job. You know, it's not their job title to be the whipping post. And the whole thing is, is that I guarantee you every single person who is working is they're trying their best. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. And then, you know, some like fucking dick hole comes and, and is rude. I'm going to say something. Yeah. you know and i might have to you know make you fight them but that's okay <laughs> i mean what 30 almost 33 years on this on this rock and i don't think anybody's tried yet so Mm-mm. we should be okay no because as for as big of a mouth i, I don't have, think you I'm look that mean muscular i think i look mean i think i'm i i look i sometimes i'll catch myself at the gym and i'm like i would not approach me because I'm usually lost in thought, and when I'm lost in thought, I tend to stare. And I, even I do that. I'll be like, "Excuse me, sir. <laughs> How many? I don't know. What I think, round is this? No, I think I don't. I think you're overplaying. No, but you definitely, you have very much that Papa-esque kind of um, aura. Mm -hmm. And while Papa was an amazing person um, and everybody loved him, nobody fucked with him. Yeah. And it's just because I think you just kind of have like that. Oh my gosh, how can I explain this? It's kind of like you just have that that switch mm-hmm. where you can be like, I'll be completely civil to you, but I will also fucking wipe up the floor with you if you push me one, if you push me. Yeah. You know, it's just kind of like that deep seated kind of like, you know, don't fuck with me-ness. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if nothing else, I, I appreciate you are a very mm. good sidekick. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of like the Robin to my Batman. No. Yeah. You are not the caped crusader. I am because no. I hold up for people. So that makes me You do not superhero. hold up for people. <gasps> okay. In the scenario. In that scenario, you, you would be, I don't want to be your sidekick. You are my, you're my bodyguard then. Okay. I will be, I will be, uh, okay. Here it is what it is. You are a young Macaulay Culkin. Okay. Who was the son, the president's son. So you're the first kid and I am your bodyguard. Also known as Shazam. Okay. I got a better one. Okay. I am Donkey in Shrek. Yeah. And you're Shrek. That's accurate. Accurate. That one's probably the best one. Because <laughs> yeah. I love, I totally. You have donkey attitude. Yes. I totally resonate with Donkey. Yeah. He's like my spirit animal. Yeah. Cause you, and you're like Shrek. Yeah. You know, because you're always kind of, you're, you're big and you're strong. You're not green, but you kind of have like that grumpy. I just want people off my swamp. Yeah. I want to be left alone. Yeah. And I want to have waffles. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's a, that's a very good analogy. I would say that's probably the, the, the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, if you're out there and if somebody's picking on you and I'm in line, I will donkey it up. Donkey it up. Yeah. I'm going to, that's what, that's what I'm going to start calling it. Okay. I'm going to donkey this bitch. What? Yeah. So when I look at you and I'll be like, I'm going to donkey, you're going to know exactly what's coming. Okay. I don't think, I think a different code word. Donkey power. (laughs) No. No. Okay. Um, can we have like a wonder twin kind of thing? Can we wear rings and then we can like fist bump? Brandon no. can be Gleek. 
Brandon can be your twin. Brandon is more like you than I am. See, you, the problem is, is that Brandon will take it just to the next level. No, Brandon would. Brandon will be like, you. The guy will do something. You'll say something to the barista. The guy will look at you, and Brandon will be like, <laughs> and he would go off. Yeah. 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 Brandon is me 2.0. Brandon, Brandon is me with, is you, with no filter. Yeah. Brandon is you if like if there was no off switch. Yeah. Yeah. There was only um, fast or super fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, because yeah. when Brandon's around, I have to actually tone it down. When Brandon's around, you have to take my spot. You're like, now, Brandon, yes. people are allowed to order tacos. That's a lot of tacos. <laughs> Who needs that many tacos? It's like, and then it's kind of like on the Avengers where they're trying to get the Hulk. Yeah. Okay, big boy. Yeah, all right. Sounds getting real low there, big guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, no, because it's funny how I have to switch it off and then kind of kind of keep him grounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. you're still Shrek. Yeah, I'm, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, so how was your week, Robert? My week was well. I posted a TikTok and I got, mm-hmm. well, I, I've been posting multiple TikToks, but one got about 18,000 views. Wow, awesome. Which is the highest view count I've ever gotten. Oh, wow. And um, it's been pretty cool. It's been rad to make TikToks. And I, I've, I was telling you earlier when we were walking Indy a couple of days ago that it's nice to kind of make TikToks where I get to express my personality mm-hmm. and I, I get to actually create instead of like, do more of a narration because that's how my videos were on YouTube was more of me narrating versus me creating. And it's been a very pleasurable um, and enjoyable experience. Cool. Well, do you want to explain to them what your, what your TikToks are? Yeah, sure. So it's really just, you know, cause I, I stream, it's a game called Valorant, which is a rather popular game where you're, you can have, it's a, it's five B five, right? So it's five teammates versus the other five opponents and you can either choose to play with your friends in a pre you know organized lobby or you know find randoms in the lobby that are that are geared up with you and i've been finding randoms and starting conversations with them and then the the conversations usually turn pretty funny and wacky and Mm -hmm. um and i record you know i'm I'm streaming so i'm recording it and then i post it on tiktok and i just post those interactions cool but what i've found is that i found two things i found that Apparently I have a very, I have a very good voice Yes, and, um, it shocks people. Apparently I, I, I mean, I, I've had that same microphone for years and nobody's ever said anything. And it wasn't until I started playing this game, how different apparently I sound to everybody else. And so I'll just say good morning and people will freak out, which I think is really cool. Uh, and the other thing I realize is how starved people are for just decency. Absolutely. You know, I'll go in and I won't, I won't even, it won't even be a gimmick. It'll just be me talking, like starting a conversation. Hi, how is everyone's day? You know, how are you doing? You know, things like that. And then people are like, you know what, dude, like this is the, this has been the best game all week. Like mm-hmm. this has been so much fun. And I wasn't, and I wouldn't do anything different than, you know, what we're doing right now, just talking. Right. And it, it's crazy to see how starved people are of just decency or maybe just, um, conversation. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it's like even, um, just, just as simple of like, how is your day? Mm-hmm. Just people are like, wow, this is really cool. Somebody cares about how my yeah, day was. So, yeah. Somebody, yeah. Somebody's acknowledging me. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I don't, you know, I, most of the people who I play with are younger and maybe they're just not getting that acknowledgement back home or maybe they're, they're not as confident as a person to have that, you know, self-fulfilling prophecy and maybe they're like oh man I've, nobody hears me yeah and that's perfectly fine because i've lived a good portion of my life like with nobody hears me. absolutely you know and 
I remember like yesterday there was just, I was like, Hey guys, good morning. You know, happy Saturday. You know, you know, how's it going? And he was like, Oh man. He was like, I was just watching YouTube videos. And I was like, ah, what video were you watching? And we, it was a video game and where I was like, Oh, la, la, la. we were just talking and he ended mm. up messaging me. He said, Hey man, I just want to say, I like, I really appreciated our conversation. And we didn't, I didn't do anything other than just like, yeah, video games are cool, huh, man? Yeah. He was, yeah, they really are. And just simple things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy to see how much that, helps people just yeah talking to them well the whole thing is is like and i think also too robert is that you're really genuine in mm -hmm. your in your delivery yeah you know you're not just like okay well i think if i say this and mm -hmm. act like that this is like will will work but you genuinely like are how are you yeah and and they can hear it mm -hmm. i mean it's it's really not so much how you're saying it but um what you're, it's not what you're saying, but how you're saying yeah. it. Yeah, well, I say what I mean, and I mean what I say. Yes. And that's why I've never, I, I generally, I'm not a very malicious person. So mm -hmm. if somebody yells or somebody's mean, I'm like, all right, I'll just mute you. Like, I don't care about that yeah. stuff because that's just not who I yeah. am, you know? And yeah, I don't know. It was, no, but it's really cool though, because mm -hmm. I mean, it's like I said, it's like, because you really are genuine and there's a, a lot of times when there are content creators, mm -hmm. they are putting out content of what they think people want to see and hear. Yeah. And you're like, Hey, you know what? I'm not doing this for views. I'm doing mm -hmm. this because I care. Yeah. And that, well, also too, it's been, it's been very refreshing because it, not only is it something that I think I do rather well, but it's also something that people haven't experienced and so it's new to them mm -hmm. and so it's new to them it's entertaining and it's not the same content that's being regurgitated over and over again yeah. you know you don't need to go for shock value you don't need to be the best at this video game or you don't need to do this or that it was, it's been really nice just getting to be myself yeah and getting not i don't want to say getting acknowledged but but receiving uh positive feedback for just simply just creating and mm -hmm. establishing a cool environment. Well, what's really cool, Robert, is because uh, I know like when you were younger and, mm -hmm. and I was at my height of drinking, mm -hmm. you really found a lot of um, comfort and solace um, in, in video your, games. In video games. Yeah. And for your, your community and your friends mm -hmm. that you developed, yeah. you know, and X was a huge part of your life. Yeah, it was a huge, huge um, fundamental building block of, you know, who I am today. Yeah. Cause that, he was your safety, mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and what's really cool is like, is stepping back and being like, wow, you're giving to other people mm -hmm. what you got. What from, X gave mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. You know, it was cause you know, he's been my best friend since I was 13. Yeah. You know, and he's never once have, you know, he'd been like, Hey man, listen, sorry. Like I'm doing my own thing. Like I'll catch you later. Yeah. He, he's been, he's just been a genuine just a, a good person. And he's been, yeah. he's been very inspirational. Well, you were the best man of his wedding. That's uh, yeah, huge. I was the best man of his wedding. Um, you know, he has been just, I mean, I, I've never, never once thought anything less of him. And he's just, my, yeah, he's just the greatest person I've ever met. And yeah. I don't know if I told you, but, um, he is expecting his, his first son. Yeah. He, yeah. Brandy, oh, I didn't know they were having a boy. Yeah. Brandy. Oh, actually they don't know yet. Uh, oh. but their first kid. Oh, um, so they really don't know. They really don't know. Oh, okay. Um, so Brandy, um, well, don't say anything. Oh, they don't listen to the podcast. It's okay. Are you sure? Uh, well, I don't know. You might just want to not say anything just in case. Um, you never know because you don't want it to be that one episode that he just absolutely. That would be me. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to save this. Um, no, but I can still say it though. Uh, you know, that they're expecting a child. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, did you ever tell X, um, that, uh, Liberty passed away the day of his wedding? I told Elizabeth. 
Okay. I didn't want to bother X, um, you know, because it was the day after his wedding and things yeah. like that. So Elizabeth, uh, a, a mutual, really good friend of ours, she's the one that actually, she drove me home the night of the wedding Yeah. Um, and dropped me off at the hotel. And she also drove me to the airport. So she knew, and she actually just lost her pit bull okay. a couple of, I think a couple of weeks prior. So she totally get it. She totally got it. I think she told X after, Okay. Um, but I never, I never mentioned it to them. See, because I still like when you were talking about the wedding right now, yeah. I still have mixed feelings whether or not I did the right thing of telling you. I, I think you did. I would have been re- really upset if had you yeah. not. I would have been really, really upset had you not. Yeah. You know, because I to me I felt like it was a no win situation. You, there was well, there was. I mean, yeah. If, if your method of reasoning for like not telling me would be to protect me, and I would have seen it as. But I, I would have been very upset and betrayed. betrayed yeah. Oh, absolutely. See, because what we're talking about is um, Robert actually flew to North Carolina. I was in North Carolina on. Um, for the week, uh, Easter week, mm-hmm. because he got married on Easter Sunday. That was the only day, because he works at Apple. Yeah. That was the only day that everybody guaranteed had the day off. Right. So it was Easter, it was, you know, April-ish, um, yeah. April 18th. So yeah. the week prior. Yeah. And what happened is, is on the day of X's wedding, mm-hmm. um, Liberty actually- The night of. So we were at the wedding. Well, Brandon and I, well, I was dealing with it since early in that morning. So it was like an all day oh, thing for me. That. Yeah. yeah. It, so Liberty, he, she was our 13 year old pit bull started, um, showing signs that something was wrong about, about one o'clock. Okay. So it, that would have been four for me. Yeah. So that, that would have been the start of the wedding. Yeah. yeah. And I, it just progressively got worse and worse and worse. And so finally Brandon came over and we were able to take her to the emergency vets and it ended up being that she was terminal and mm-hmm. we, we had to say goodbye to her. But the problem was, is that Robert was in North Carolina mm-hmm. celebrating this beautiful wedding, wedding yeah. and I didn't, I, I called him and told him what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think Brandon called you. Brandon called me. Yeah. It was right after I caught the, the garter. Yeah. We just got done dancing and yeah. I, I, for, I didn't have my phone on me most of the night. And that yeah. one particular instance, I actually was near my phone mm-hmm. and I saw Brandon call me. I said, Hey Brandon, what's up? And I knew he knew I was at the wedding. So yeah. I knew it was something important and you could just tell by the sound of his voice. I knew exactly what it was. Yeah. And you know, Brandon and I actually had a conversation because we were, um, we were still waiting in the parking lot mm-hmm. to take her in, but we knew we already knew. Um, and we had a very long conversation about whether or not we should mm-hmm. call. And he was adamant about not because he wanted to protect you. Yeah. And I just was more adamant that again, I didn't want you to feel betrayed. Yeah. Oh, I would have been, I would it was be too much. It was too important she, of yeah, a decision. She, she, she meant too much to me. Yeah. yeah. You know what? It's like, I just wanted to let you know what we were planning mm-hmm. on having to do. And mm-hmm. I just, I didn't want to make that call yeah. without you knowing. Yeah. Well, know? I would have honestly too, I would have felt really guilty knowing that while I was laughing and having a good time and giggling and, and, you know, dancing, you and Brandon were doing, you know, we're, we're having to go through liberties, um, passing by the, mm-hmm. by yourselves. And it, I would have, I would have felt very guilty knowing that like, while I was giggling, you were crying. Yeah. But you know, and, but that's not, I mean, and truthfully, we didn't want you mm-hmm. to feel, you know, mm-hmm. we didn't want it to, and never did it cross our minds of like, well, f- well, fuck, we're going through this. Yeah. We don't want No, him. but I would have, yeah. I would have shouldered that responsibility. I think of my own. Yeah. Yeah. We were more, again, just truthfully just trying to protect you because I knew right away you were going to be upset that you weren't there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. But I also too, as weird as it sounds, I knew leaving Mm -hmm. that I probably wasn't going to see Liberty again. I always thought that when you went to Africa, because I mean, she was older, she was 13. And I always felt like every day I woke up and um, we had her the full day. It Mm. was like a, you know, kind of thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I thought we were going to lose her the first, the last Africa trip you went on. Oh, in June? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it means we had about another like nine eight months, months, nine yeah. months to her. Yeah. 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 So now we have our Indy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think Liberty, um, Liberty would approve. Indy's a, such a knucklehead that. Yeah, she's an idiot. Yeah. She's a good idiot, though. Yeah. So, speaking of Indy, um, she has this very strange habit, which I thought was strange, of. She'll be perfectly fine. She'll just yeah. be like, hey, how is everybody? And then it's like she flips a switch mm-hmm. and then she's like, hey, I'm going to show you this toy. Yeah. So and what she does is, yeah, she has a toy in her mouth and she like bumps up with you. It. Yeah. She not only bumps you, but for me, she like um, jumps up on the chair and mm. she tries to like shove it in my face. Yeah. Kind of like we're going to chew on this together. Yeah. So I did a little research and it says six reasons why dogs shove toys in your face, mm-hmm. which is pretty accurate about what she does. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you all six, and then you tell me which one you think is why she's doing that. Okay. Okay. Number one, it says your dog is trying to get your attention. Fair. Number two says your dog wants to play. Also, yeah. Number three, your dog is trying, your dog is trying to trying to tell you um, that it's happy. Okay. Okay. They said to trying twice. Really? Yeah. Is it like a typo? Yeah. Look. Your dog is trying to trying. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see typos on these things very often. Mm. Number four, your dog sees you as the alpha. Okay. Number five, your dog seems to think you love it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Number six, your dog is trying to get you to buy new toys. I would say everything but the last one and the fourth one. You don't think Liberty or Indy sees me as the alpha? I don't, there's no, I don't think that hierarchy really exists in... In, in the three of us. Oh, absolutely. I think it does. You do? For one thing, you're the authority. I mean, for anything, if you're, if anybody's going to be the alpha, I think it would be you. Okay. Because literally she'll be in there and I'll be like wrestling her like some fucking crocodile. Yeah. And she'll hear your voice and she'll be like, oh shit. Yeah. And she instantly stops. Okay. So I definitely think it is. I think she sees more. I, while I think that I can raise my voice mm-hmm. and get mad and she instantly will stop. Mm-hmm. But I think she sees you more as the authority figure. And for me, she's just like, I just love you to pieces. Oh, okay. See what I mean? Yeah. It's like good cop, bad cop. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And so that, I think that's why she pushes the boundaries with me. But I also, in reading this, mm-hmm. because a lot of times I'll, I respond to her trying to show me a toy. Oh, okay. And I'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's a, such a pretty toy. Yeah. Such, and I'm, it validates her, her behavior. Exactly. Mm. So let me ask you this, because you have more experience in dog training than I do. So part of me feels bad if I don't acknowledge her. Yeah. Because, you know, I to me, it's like she's just trying to love me. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure out some way to, like, um, acknowledge her and make her feel loved without playing into the scenario of like, I want you to shove this toy in my face. Well, I th- well if we're going to be perfectly honest, sometimes I feel like you give indie human emotions. Oh, absolutely. It, I do. It, I know that for it, a fact. And so I think you, you instill or not instill, but you make this personification that Indy is feeling certain things yeah. and that maybe just may not be the case. Yeah. And I, I would, um, mm. I would agree with that. And I think, and I think those are, developing bad habits or mm-hmm. habits that are causing you, mis- I don't say misfortune, but causing you a little bit of grief. For example, like her jumping up and yeah. sticking the toys in her face that, you know, and I think as soon as you realize that she's not, you know, your child or a child or mm-hmm. she doesn't have these kind of things. If you don't 
acknowledge her, like sticking the toy in her face, it's not going to hurt her feelings. Yeah. You know, I think if you do, if you kind of look at it more like that, I think it'll help you, you know, not only help you out, but it'll help her out. Yeah. Because what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to get her to like set down mm-hmm. and then I will acknowledge yeah. her existence, mm-hmm. but I won't acknowledge her existence when she's trying to, um, you yeah, know, you're reinforcing positive behavior. So are you reinforcing that behavior of, okay, if I do this, I get that action. Yeah. So if I jump up and I stick that toy in her, in her face, she gets me, I, I receive a negative interaction. So I get yelled at or I get pulled off the couch or mm-hmm. I get, a, I get a talking to or I get put outside versus, oh, okay, if I sit here on the floor with my toy and I sit down, then she acknowledges me, then she pets me, then yeah. then I get the response that I'm looking for. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to go mm-hmm. for. It's just like today, it's like, it was, it's like, she just flips a switch mm-hmm. and I know that she's, um, she's like, she almost can't control her. Yeah. She can't control it. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be more of the alpha yeah. and help her calm down yeah you know well dogs just dog, dogs need boundaries they need parameter yeah so instead of you know yelling at her or just having this constant battle with her mm-hmm. i just got up and locked you know i locked her out of my room yeah you know she basically got a, a couple of minute times out mm-hmm. and then her energy was completely different mm-hmm. so i i acknowledge what i do but mm-hmm. i am trying to um i'm trying to stop that okay you know and yeah, just, you know, it, it's really easy for me to, um, to over love things. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to do that in a manner that's not detrimental to her. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, she, cause she doesn't know better. She's yeah. a blank slate, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing she knows is the only thing she can learn from is her experiences. Yeah. And if she does, oh, okay, if I do this, I get that action. If I do this, I get that action. And it's what what you react to is how she's going to interpret it. Yeah. So if you, if she does something and you react a certain way, she's going to think that that's how she gets that, that response. Yeah. You know, like, cause when I, when I go lay down, she jumps around on bed. She does not step on me or push and put toys in my face. She lays right back down. Yeah. And you just gotta, you have to develop those boundaries. Well, I did wake up this morning with a toy, um, on my pillow. Mm-hmm. So, you know, which was nice. But I don't she mind didn't, her she doing didn't that. step on you or anything like that. You said you didn't, you didn't even yeah, know, I didn't she, even was know she was there, which is definitely, a pr- yeah, yeah. which is definitely an improvement because she used to just like mm-hmm. suplex me in the mornings. Mm-hmm. And so now she just is like, yeah, no, I'm just going to yeah. lay right here. You know, she also is a puppy. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah. The problem is, is that she is a um, 70 pound, 70 plus pound yeah, puppy she's like 78 pounds. and she is strong. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, um, when she's like, I'm going to love you, I'm mm. like fighting for my life. Yeah. I mean, she weighs almost, I would say, more than half of you. Yeah. She weighs about three fourths of your weight. Yeah. And it's all muscle. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to, like, again, just have a real killer boundary. But, you know, like in the mornings when we come home from the gym, mm-hmm. she goes and she gets a toy and she shows it to us. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stop because sometimes I make like a big deal yeah. over her yeah. and I'm going to stop doing that. Yeah. You let her calm down and then mm-hmm. you acknowledge her. And not only that, but it's going to give her less anxiety. Exactly. Because you're just giving her anxiety when you get home and you're like, ah. And she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, oh my because God, she's oh almost in a panic to try to find a toy yeah. in order to mm-hmm. get some prey. Yeah. I mean, Brandon does the same thing. Brandon's just as bad of a culprit with reinstilling bad behaviors. Yeah. Because, you know, she'll be like, and, you know, be up all on him, but she'll, but he'll be petting her while she's doing that. And so she thinks, oh, if I'm doing this, yeah. then he'll pet me. Yeah. And Brandon's like, well, get off me, dog, but also petting her at the yeah. same time. So he's receiving a negative interaction where she thinks it's a positive. Right. So Brandon just doesn't know better. And also Brandon's not a very good listener. <laughs> he's a horrible listener. He's a horrible listener. He's the fun uncle. He's a funkle. No, he's not. No, he's not even a funkle. He's not even a funkle. He's, 
just a bad habit instiller. Yeah, that's true. He's like the crazy aunt that nobody invites but shows up. <laughs> yes, I'll admit that too. Mm. So in the mornings when we come home from the gym, um, just I, I'll I will just ignore her until she calms down. Yeah. And then at that point, then you know. Yeah, I mean, she's not bad when when we get home, but you don't be like, don't make a big deal out of it. But I was making a big deal yeah. out of it. So the only thing I was doing is reinforcing a behavior that I was trying to have her stop later. Exactly. And it's not fair to her. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't know better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I read that list that I could be like, oh, yeah, yeah. no, that's what she's doing and I need to change my... Mm-hmm. And it's it's not what she's doing, it's what I'm doing. She, she is reacting to the mm-hmm. to your um, stimulus. Yeah. 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 And you know what? And truthfully, I'm all about um, admitting the things that I do that probably I shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, no, I do it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, The mischievous me is learning. Um, yeah, I would say learning. Well, I'm acknowledging. Well, you are trying. I am trying. You're not doing anything maliciously. And I think that's the most important part. Yeah. But sometimes malicious, not doing things maliciously. Sometimes if you don't do things maliciously, the effect can still be as harmful. That's that's exactly it. Yeah. So whether it's malicious or not, the actions still have to be um, modified. So because like what I used to do like to you in your office. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean like when you left and I... Or you w- wouldn't leave? Yeah. Like when I would bother you when you were trying to do things in your office. Oh, like three days ago. Oh, please. You were sitting there watching TikToks and I just wanted just to sit on your couch and Mm -hmm. not have, yes, then I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. So I acknowledge that. But there was no, there was no malicious intent, but it still bothered you. Yes. So here in my mind, I think I've made all these progresses, Mm -hmm. but in reality, I still, I still do it. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of weird because it's like had, if, if I were to like write out a summary or like a survey of how much I've, I think I've improved mm-hmm. since starting therapy and, you know, reading, you know, my books and stuff, I'd be like, I'd give myself an A plus. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, I guess not. Well, I think, well, also I think maybe, I think you're giving yourself, you're being a little too hard on yourself because there, there has been significant improvement. It's not like, oh my God, this is, you know, this is a brand new mom and she, you've corrected every wrong in 58 years. You know, it's, it's going to be hard to do. Right. You know, right. But it, I'm not being hard on myself. Okay. It's, it's more of a reality check. It's more of me knowing that I have to be more cognitive. Mm-hmm. And that again, it's, it's not fair for me to say to sit here and say, well, you know, these actions, even though they're not intentional, mm-hmm. have negative things and then be like, that doesn't apply to me. Yeah, that's not okay. That's fair. You know, that's not having personal growth. Yeah. So by you pointing out the fact that I just did that the other day, it didn't hurt my feelings. Yeah. It just lets me know that there, I need to be a little bit more aware. Yeah. You know, because in the past, if you had said something like that, I would have been devastated. You you would have taken it very personally. Very personally. You'd be like, well, it's Robert's deal. He, yeah. I'm a delight. He, everybody should love me. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been like, well, there goes the podcast, you know, he's just being a dick, oh boy, you yeah. know, then I would have done that. But, and, and that in itself shows the growth mm-hmm. of me trying to um, just be more cognitively aware, Yeah, you know, that it's not just, I have to, I have to think outside of my personal perspective. That's fair. Yeah, I know uh, the therapist, um, she said, what did she say? She said, nobody can make you feel mm-hmm. any which way. You can only react to how uh, like what people say mm-hmm. and it's kind of, and I, at first I, I kind of dismissed it. I was like, that's stupid. Cause if somebody calls me a motherfucker, I'm going to take, I'm going to be, I'm going to, that's going to make me mad. Whereas 
you know, now that the more I think about it and the more I mow it over, it's, you know, it's how I interpret it or it's how I receive it. Right. Which is how I feel for not so much how, how, what they did to me kind of thing. Right. Because here's, here's a scenario. And let me tell me if I'm correct on this. Okay. So for example, like sometimes you don't tell me things because you think they're going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. So you would bottle things up mm-hmm. and you wouldn't say them. Mm-hmm. And the important takeaway from that is, is like your, your thoughts, your feelings are 100% yours and you have the right to express them. Mm-hmm. How I take them is not your responsibility. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that that's important for you to mm-hmm. know that you're allowed to say things like that. Mm-hmm. However, I take them is not on you. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good example. I didn't really think about it like that. Mm-hmm. Like I would purposely not tell you because I, I was afraid that I would hurt your feelings or, or like, like you say, like, you know, things are relationship would like digress digress yeah Mm -hmm. because you know your feelings were hurt and when your feelings are hurt you you know it's i would get super passive aggressive super passive aggressive mm -hmm. really it just be super unenjoyable so i thought it would be easier if i just kind of shoulder that burden and you know this way you wouldn't regress and it just wouldn't be because it's i mean it's not pleasant oh no i i absolutely agree i can be very unpleasant yeah and so I'd be like, oh, it's just easier if, you know, whatever, I'll just, I'll just take it on the chin. Yeah. And then by you just taking it on the chin, just builds up and builds up mm-hmm. and builds and up resentment. to resentment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Where I'm like, oh, I don't even want to be in the same room. Yeah. 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 So it, to me, it's, again, I think it's really important for you to know that you have absolutely every right to say however you feel and mm-hmm. have whatever you want Yeah. and how I react to mm-hmm. it is nothing. It's, yeah. it's not your, res- yeah, it's, it's not your, your responsibility mm-hmm. to, to react accordingly yeah or or not react exactly and if you say something if you're like well this is how i feel and if it hurts my feelings then it's up to me to be like well you know what um that really kind of hurt my feelings so let's talk about this you know because and then at that point you say you wouldn't say that hurt my feelings you would say i think it would be more of like oh okay that let's like, like you say, let's, let's discuss it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can tell you how your words made me feel. Yeah, that's, that's you're just the, not, that's res- the, I think that's a better word. Yeah. yeah. Because, but you're not responsible for, for, for how you feel. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, like I'm, you're not, I'm not responsible for your emotions. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And the therapy has really helped. The counseling has helped a lot yeah. because I'm able to, before we started, um, I had absolutely no clear cut ideas like of indie. emotions. Yeah. You were like, yeah. indie. you just, you didn't know any better. Yeah. Yeah. So everything was, everything was related. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, and I was thinking about it today when we were cleaning the house, it's, it's been a really freeing for me to be able to be like, um, my children have separate lives mm-hmm. and, um, my life is not dependent on what's going on in their lives. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Well, you're like, well, if their success is my success, their burdens, my burden, mm-hmm. their hardships, my hardship. Yeah. You know, and I feel like maybe I think also too, Brandon, and I got a little bit more resentful because like, you know, oftentimes if Brandon and I were feeling things, you were like, well, no, this is a we sport. Yeah. I'm feeling what you're feeling mm-hmm. because we're, we're a family and Brandon yeah. and I would get resentful because we're like, no, you, that's not what we want. This has nothing to do with yeah, you. Yeah. It has nothing yeah. to do with you. We've never asked for you to shoulder the burden or shoulder this burden. Mm-hmm. But you're like, no, no, no. I know what's best for you. And then Brandon and I would get upset yeah. thinking that you were being invasive or that you didn't respect our boundaries. Yeah. So yeah, I, you know, when you, when you dissect it like that, it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. And you know, even just, Oh, look at somebody's climbing over the fence. 
What fence? Our fence? No, there's a fence across the street. He has a ladder. See right there? See him going down the other side? Maybe something fell over there. So, but to me, it's like, and it's funny because it's like you and Brandon, the, I mean, you were the recipients of this overschmothering. Yeah. And to me, I felt like I was in a cage. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like I was like, I couldn't be happy unless both yeah. of you were happy. So, mm-hmm. and I wanted to be happy. Yeah. So I felt like, oh my gosh, now I need to fix whatever woes yeah. they have so I can finally be happy. Mm-hmm. And while, you know what, I want you and Brandon to be happy. I mean, that's my motherly, you know, love and what I would really hope for you guys. Mm-hmm. But no longer is it my responsibility to make that happen. Yeah. Well, I remember a lot of times when, you know, something like that would happen prior, you'd be like, well, I just can't do anything right. Well, yeah. I think a lot of times Brandon and I just didn't want you to do anything. Exactly. So, you know, that was, that was the right answer is just don't do anything. Well, but, you go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, and I, and I felt like you, you just, you couldn't not do anything. And so no matter what choice you made, it was the wrong one. Mm-hmm. And then you would get mad and then we were already upset and it was just, a, it was just a, a lose, lose. Yeah. It was like being, it was like being caught into a cage mm-hmm. and no matter what key I tried, yeah. it didn't unlock the lock. Yeah. So it, it's, when I would say like, well, no matter what I do is right. It mm. was just like almost like sheer, um, desperate. It, it was like, it was like, just like I said, just trying to find that key to get out yeah. and just being so sad that I just couldn't find the, I couldn't find the formula, yeah. you know? And it wasn't, and it's so funny because it's like, I don't think you and Brandon, and I can't speak for you, but maybe, um, I don't know if you all ever figured out the true intention of why I was doing what I was doing. It was because I just didn't know how to untangle it. I didn't know how to remove myself from that, um, that correlation, Mm -hmm. you know, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I was scared. I was scared to let go because I felt if I let go, I was going to lose the, um, I was going to lose my closeness. Yeah. You know, so it was like, I mean, I th- the intention was there and I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, you, 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 you never, like I said, again, you never did anything maliciously. Yeah. You did it because that's what you thought we needed. And Brandon and I needed something else. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't like you did it like to make things worse or, or to make it harder. It was just that, that that's all you could give at that time. Yeah. Well, also too, I look at it like when I got sober, mm. you know, my relationship with you and Brandon got a second life Yeah. and I think I panicked mm-hmm. and I was like, just like stuck to you like glue. Yeah. I think you were like trying to pretend to be like the cool mom or something like that. And you were no. like, Hey, we're hip. You know what? Truthfully, I think it was, I, I never really, I don't think that that ever was it. It was okay. more like, um, I think I was just trying to, Truthfully, with if I'm going to be honest, I think I was just trying to redo too many things that we had lost. Mm, okay, that's fair. You know, yeah. it's like, you know what? You know, this is going to be the best family vacation ever because we never had oh, any sure, good family sure, sure, vacations. Yeah. Or, and then you would get upset because mm-hmm. it wasn't the greatest family vacation exactly. ever. Exactly. Or this is going to be the best Christmas ever because all the other Christmases were shitty. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I would be... Um, upset if, if that wasn't the case. Yeah. So I just put too much pressure on everything, trying to make every, I trying to make everything perfect. And I felt if we could have a perfect Christmas, that would undo, undo. all the shitty ones. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, the meth, I mean, the reasoning is behind it solid. Yeah. And so next year for the holidays, I think we really need to have a very solid 
everybody has an opinion kind of holiday. Yeah. Because I don't want it to be a holiday where people feel like they have to do anything. That's fair. Because old resentments come out and the feelings are too similar to mm-hmm. like what they used to be. Yeah. So. Makes sense. You know, and I really want everybody to have a voice as to what what we do. Yeah. I'm behind I'm I'm that. That sounds yeah. fine. I, and I think that it needs to really be um, done that way. I agree with you. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did a new um, a new YouTube. Yeah. And I actually did a makeup tutorial. Okay. And to me, it's it it's it goes really personal because for one thing, I never thought I was very good with makeup. Mm-hmm. And for one thing, I always told myself that I couldn't do it. What do you mean? Like you didn't know how, or you just you wouldn't be able to do it? Just I didn't know how, and I wouldn't be able to do it. Oh wow, it's both. Yeah. So it was both. You yeah. know, I would watch like makeup TikToks or makeup. Um, Mostly makeup TikToks. I'd be like, wow, that's a super cool look. Well, you could never do it. Mm -hmm. And um, I decided to try. Mm -hmm. And I'm really happy with um, how it turned out. I mean, it wasn't perfect. Yeah. Um, But like it doesn't need to be, mm -mm. you know, and that's the thing of it too. It doesn't doesn't need to be perfect. It just needs to be you. Yeah. And it really just kind of um, opened up a whole new kind of like, wow, you know what? I can experiment with makeup. Mm -hmm. And just because I'm over 50 and my hair is gray, I always thought that when you were older, um, like my age, that you had to tone down on your makeup. I don't know why. I don't know where that came into my psyche. But I found myself wearing lighter and lighter makeup. And gosh darn, I was looking at some of the the recent TikToks I've done and I'm like, I look washed out. Really? Yeah. Why is it just the wrong color? It was just, I was just all one color, mm. you know, I, I don't have much hair cause I buzzed it. And then my, um, eyebrows were just kind of like hanging out and yeah. I had real light eyeshadow and my lipstick was just the wrong color. And it was like, I all look, I look like all one color. Yeah. And, um, that's, I think that is what really got me the motivation to try something new. Okay. So then I did the smoky eye and my eyes were like, and yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can wear this much makeup, but yeah. I wore it all day long and I felt really good. good. And, and so my whole, um, my platform now is going to be about trying new things in 2023 mm-hmm. and I'm going to be trying new makeup looks all year. I think that's cool. I yeah. like, I like the idea of trying something new. Yeah. And yeah. it kind of, um, it kind of organically kind of went into that way because mm. ever since I buzzed my hair, I've been trying new, new styles and yeah. stuff. But, um, every day I, I want to push myself and try something new. Yeah. For example, um, H and M had a sale cause I get everything on sale and I got one of those harnesses and I don't know if you've seen those before, like but suspenders, it's kind of like suspenders up on top. But instead of it hooking on your pants, it like has like a belt that goes right underneath, like above your belly button. Is it an accessory or is it, there's a practical use to it? It's more of an accessory. It's more like if you have like a plain top and then you put the harness on, it just kind of gives it a little pop. Okay. And I, it's been out for about a year or so. And Mm -hmm. I've always thought it was the coolest style. And I always thought that I could never wear it because I'm very conscientious about my cookie pouch. Sure. Okay. Which is my stomach. Yeah. And it has a tendency to um, accentuate that area. Sure. So in my whole, like, I'm going to try something new and I'm not going to let fears stop me. Yeah. I am going to, I bought a, um, uh, 
a harness, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to style it. Nice. That's awesome. Did yeah. you already get it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, it's still in the package, but that's going to be... Um, if I, I, I'm just thinking like if I can overcome my fear and, you know, my own harshness on my body, mm-hmm. then other people can too. So I mentioned it in the live on a TikTok live and people are like, well, I think I'm too, you know, pudgy this for it. Or that, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, no, I've seen enough, I've seen enough TikToks and enough tutorials mm-hmm. that women of all shapes and sizes, yeah. um, and ages, no, not so much ages, but more shapes and sizes can make this a really cool accessory. Okay. It's just about finding the right combination. The look, yeah. So I, that's one of the things that I'm going to be where my channel, I really want my channel to go is like, don't let your inner voice tell you, you can't try something yeah. because look at, yeah. I'm trying something. Yeah, I like it. I mm-hmm. think that's cool, mom. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to wear, I'm going <laughs> to wear a harness. Well, I have to give them an update in the next video. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that's a video I'm going to do this week. I think you should. Yeah. yeah I think it's cool. Like on Thursday or Friday, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you want to do our little game show before yes. we end? Yes. Because I, be- you won last time, right? You won. I thought you won. Uh-uh. No, yeah. you won. Uh, you won last time. Let's start over because I don't, I don't accept that win. No, you did because remember I totally tanked on my last card. Yeah. Well, where we start? Chris, oh. start. Okay. Then what I'm going to do is I'm going to have this page dedicated okay. to our game. All right. And I think we've done it enough weeks. Mm-hmm. See how much I do? That's a lot. Yeah. I write down everything. Okay. So game show. Game show. Would you like to start the intro to our game show? Because you do such a no, good job. No, no, it's okay. Aw. Welcome to Mom and Bob Trivia. Today's contestants is Mom. Hello, everyone. Hi. And Bob. Hi. All right. Today's trivia questions coming up. See, what? if you don't do it, I'm going to. I like how you do it. <laughs> okay, Bob. You go first. All right. What boxer, nicknamed The Real Deal, had a section of his ear bitten off by Mike Tyson in 1997? <gasps> Evander Holyfield. Evander Holyfield. Wow, I can't believe I got that. Really? Yeah. Second question, this, Bob. This one's kind of lame, but is mercury a metal? No. It is. No. I thought it was. I just went with the totally different answer. Okay. What is the name of the captain of the submarine in Julie Verne's novel, 20,000? Jules Verne. Jules Verne. Yeah, Captain whatever. Nemo. Captain Nemo, correct. What Kay. are sect and Kaba? Are they fraternities? No. Uh, what? Sparkling wine. Oh. <laughs> Kaba, you know, Kaba, Cabernet. Oh. No, it's Cabaret. Never mind. I don't know. There's another question on there because there should be four. I did. Boxer, Mercury. 20,000 leagues in the sea, sect. All right, Bob, mm-hmm. now it's your turn. It sure is. Okay, Mom. Why are you sounding like that? <laughs> I don't know. My announcer went weird. You don't have an announcer voice? No. What do you mean? I don't have an announcer voice. Everyone we'll has. have to work on it. We'll work on that next podcast. Yes. Okay. Which element has the chemical symbol for F-E, capital F, little E? Um... I want to say gold. You would probably be wrong if you said that. Oh, is it? I don't know. Potassium? No, iron. Iron, dang. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Why? Because um, I play a lot of video games and oh. SEFE a lot. Where do you find penguins? The North or South Pole? The South Pole, dude. You are correct. 
Um, how many Olympic rings are there? Five. Wow. Mm-hmm. You're not only are you buffed out, but you're smart. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what French phrase indicates ready to wear clothing that is intended to be worn off the rack without significant alteration? Is it something I've heard before? <laughs> I didn't even know it. Well, then I won't know. Pretty deporter. How the fuck would I know that? <laughs> I don't know. You pretty deporter? Like, see? Pretty deporter. Pretty deporter. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. All right. It's tied two to two. All right, Bob. <laughs> we really got to work on that. <laughs> That's not real, right? Yes, Bob. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll work on my announcer voice all week and then I'll open up next podcast Please. with yeah, my announcer that'd be fantastic. voice. What happens to Bruce Banner when he gets angry? Oh, he turns into the Hulk. Turns into the Hulk. What is the difference between a bibliography or a biography and a memoir? Oh, the biography is somebody writes it about you. A memoir is when you write it about yourself. Correct. Okay. What is the difference between a bull and an ox? One has its balls and the other one doesn't. Yeah. The ox has uh, no balls (laughs) and the the ox is a castrated bull. Yeah. Yeah. What museum is the most visited in the play world? Oh, excuse me. What? Museum is the most visited in the world and has the Mona Lisa on display. The Tetatan. The Tetatan? <laughs> yeah. The Louvre. Oh, I don't even know what a Tetatan is. It's because it's a made up word. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it proudly is displaying the Mona Lisa. Yeah, exactly. Okay. What company released the game console? That would be Nintendo. You are correct. In what British band was Mark Cluffler the lead singer? Uh, you probably don't pronounce the K, so Mark Knopfler. I think both are weird. Um, the Animals? Mm, no. think it's they're not that old. One Direction? Not that new. The Who? Not that old. You too. That's Bono. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Dire Straits. Never heard of it. Um, who was Ted Bundy? He was a uh, serial killer. Yes. Okay. If you get this one right, we're tied. Okay. What U.S. city has one of the largest and most prominent LGBT world and is nicknamed the gay capital of the world? Is it that easy? San Francisco. I was going to say, if you get this wrong, you're not going on I was going to say San Francisco. Yes, it is San Francisco. Does it really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, because, I mean, it might not be so much today, but it definitely was on the forefront of the um It's the weird movement. that, I, I guess, I don't know, maybe it's because, like, we're we're so close to it mm-hmm. that, like, I really, I, I wouldn't know that if that wasn't the case. Like, Truthfully, I, I so don't um, see anybody different. I, I was going to say, like, it. Yeah. But also, too, at the same time, we're surra- I I, I want to say surrounded, but we we are presented with that reality every day. Whereas maybe people from like Oklahoma or something, I don't or know, or maybe someplace where they're a little bit more like religious or strict and things. I don't know. I don't know because I couldn't. I mean, we go to San Francisco. I couldn't point out. I don't even bother looking. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, I mean, I'm apparently naked people walk past me. I don't even notice. I do. I notice that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, don't one guy was painted all gold. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, it was my turn? Yeah. All right, last question. So we're tied. We are tied. Oh, man, I wish I had this one. 
In what Italian city is Romeo and Juliet set? Oh, wow. Um, Rome? It starts, with, it starts with a V. Oh, Ven- Venice. No. it's Venetia. No. no. Baltimore. Verona. <laughs> okay. Well, I did not know that one. If a response is said to be iconic or ionic? Iconic. Yep. Iconic. What does that mean? If a response? If a response is said to be... Yeah, what's that word? Iconic. Iconic, yeah. What does it mean? Iconic means like you are um, kind of like an iconic style would be like um, pretty cool. It says that is very short and to the point. That's not iconic then. Well, we don't know what this word is. Yeah, it's a big word. Uh, It's either an L or an I. C-O-N-I-C. Well, ask Alexa. Or Google it. Yeah, Google it because I don't know if that's a very far question. If we're just, what do you mean it's not? A, hey, listen, <laughs> I got dicked around the other time too. I know. Um, what's it mean? What's it mean? What's it mean? I'm Google it. Laconic. Laconic. What does that mean? That is that, oh, <laughs> what's the definition though? What's the definition? What's the definition? It's, it's, it's the fucking thing that I read in the no. back of the card. Why are you yelling at me about the definition that I, I just know. said? I don't know why you keep on repeating the same word. Oh my God. Okay. So what? it means direct and sh- short to the point. Yeah. Okay. What fraction of a second is a millisecond? What the fuck? A, yeah. a nanosecond. We're looking for a fraction. So a number. Oh, one. One, one, uh, one thousandth of a second. A nanosecond okay. is one. So thousandth. I'm wiping out on this one. What word Adam comes from the Greek atomos, which means what? What? Cheese. Indivisible. <laughs> cheese. Indivisible. Okay. okay. Well, great. You can keep on saying the word. I'm, I think the answer is Like you're is debating cheese. me with these things. All right. You only need one to win. Okay. What is a full house in poker? It's uh, three of a kind and two of a kind. Or three of a kind and a pair. Yep. All right. Let's just see if you get how many you get right. All right. What is the name of Don Quixote's squire in Cervantes' classic novel? I've never seen it or read it. Sancho Panza. I never would have got that. Um, what artifact from Greek mythology contained all the evils of the world and hope? Um, Pandora's box. Yep. What kind of nuts are used in a Waldorf salad? I would have gotten this one. Cashew? Mm-mm. Walnuts. Oh, walnuts. So you beat me by two. By two. By two. I know, I know, I know, Grabby. All right. Do you want me to tell them where they can find us? Yeah, tell them where to find us. All right. You can find Robert on, he is on Instagram as Robert Robert Pike Pike, and he is on TikTok and YouTube as Sherbert, and I am on every unmanageable platform known to man or woman as gray hair and tattoos. So, y'all have a great week. Love you dearly. And I will be back with my announcer voice next uh, next Monday. That really can't be Stay tuned. Voice. Wow. <laughs> I sound like the whale. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Bye. Bye.